Hi guys and welcome back to the Finding Your Feet podcast. This podcast is dedicated to helping you live your best life. We talk all about wellness, positivity and self-love. Oh my god, love. We've upgraded, we've grown. We've grown, we've changed. We've We've evolved. We've abandoned our old intro. I love it, thanks for that. (laughs) Yeah, we're just like, our tagline, like it's still the same but just getting old, wasn't it? Yeah, like I feel like the audience, they probably don't even hear it anymore because they're Mm. so used to hearing it. Yeah, it's like so robotic, it just comes out. Yeah, what do you guys think? Do you think we're good to let it go? Yeah, give us feedback. We all want to move on together. We basically, we've been in Starbucks all morning, like (laughs) having a finding your feet strategy meeting um because as like we grow as people obviously like the content will change Mm. because we started this like nearly three years ago so and I mean we've grown as podcasters and as individuals so like we want to talk about other things as well that we're interested in you know so we just need to have a little regroup we need to just come back together and be like right what new things we want to talk about what's the vibes where do we want to take it and we decided we need to get rid of our thing, our like little line <laughs> over it. We're not sure if we're going to come up with like a permanent new line, TBC. And my job at the minute is to work on the Final Feet branding, isn't it? Yeah. So I will see if something comes to me. Maybe we'll, we'll introduce a new permanent intro. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe a new one or we can just freestyle. But um, no, it's so true. Like this podcast is so special to us. And it's like, what is this? Our 158, would it? Or is it 48? No, I think this might be episode 150 now. This one that's coming oh, out. One f- yeah, I can't remember if it was wow. 48 or... That's crazy. Oh yeah, 150. I mean, 150, that's like... A lot. Yeah. It's a lot. And we've had so much fun. It's like, we always want to make sure we're, of course, providing value, enjoying it because we put so much energy into it. And just delivering kind of what you guys want to hear, but also Mm. just like making it fun. And like, we know you guys love it, but it's also so important for us to know like what you want to hear more of as we're growing and evolving. Like we've got so many ideas that we want to bring to the table. So many. A lot. (laughs) Especially this morning. Yeah, literally. So many. But then it's also just so important that we know like what you want to hear because you're like, you're the audience, you're the ones on the other end. So yes. Speaking of, we have put something in the show notes a little questionnaire that we want you guys to fill out. So if you just go onto the show notes right now, scroll, scroll, scroll. Okay. It will be called something like finders questionnaire or your, your feedback questionnaire or something like that. Click on that and we will have made it really short, but just give us some feedback. Like what do you want to hear more of? What do you love listening to? Just take like a minute of your time, but this is a podcast like for you guys. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. we we do it because we love talking about whatever, all this stuff and we love that it helps other people, but it's also like for you too, you know? We're not, um, there is no media company. There is no hidden agenda. We're not a TV channel. <laughs> we can talk about whatever the fuck we want to talk about. There's no censorship going on here. So, you know, bring things to us. So we'd love it like so much if you could fill out that little form, get involved, have your say in what you want to be seeing because we've obviously come up with, honestly, the mind map was huge of things we're going to dive into Mm. and they're all juicy and I I do think you're going to love all of them, but we'd love to know as well what you guys would want to see from us or hear from us because, you know, then we can include that as well. Yeah. and It's a family affair. Exactly. And no suggestion is stupid or like no. weird or whatever. Like if you've got something in, in your mind that you'd love us to speak about, just say it. Cause like we got an email the other day about something we never even think about. And yeah, 
And, and it's like, I don't feel qualified to talk on it, but I'll get an expert on or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then we were learning as well and we're all flying off feet together. Yeah, love that. So yeah, anyway, so today's topic though, we're talking all about your inner critic and like that internal pressure that we all have, whether that's to achieve certain things, to be out living our best lives. I know we just said that this podcast is to help you live your best life, but we don't mean that in like the generic term of like, oh, you're like on a yacht shaking your ass in Dubai, <laughs> you know? Like we mean like, you know, your best life, that can be having great mental health it can be going mm. to therapy it can be loving your new workout class it can be deciding to quit your job telling your toxic boss to get effed and getting a new dream job it can be starting a side hustle you know there's so many other ways Leave, living your best life could be dumping your shitty boyfriend you know <laughs> so but this internal pressure i feel like we get it in terms of like oh i need to achieve all this stuff but also oh my god i need to be out living my best life like i need to be partying and i need to be like making the most of my weekends and like thriving in my 20s and doing all this stuff and i need to be dating everyone i need to be like (laughs) doing all this shit and like what the hell if i'm not like fomo you know so there's just there's so much internal pressure from so many different angles but we're Mm. just going to talk all about that today because it's kind of inspired because i actually over the last like sort of week or so could feel myself having secret anxiety and I call it secret anxiety because I feel like it just creeps up on you and it's like I'm here I'm back bitch <laughs> and it's just like it's secret because like mentally I don't clock it but physically I clock it because I start mm. to like get all the like the anxiety symptoms like I was having a PT session last week on Thursday and this is when I really started to notice notice the anxiety and I think I think it was about to no was it about to become like a moon no the moon the moon moon was on monday mm. so maybe it was the pre-energy of it and i thought maybe it's the moon because uh, i just felt nervous all day yeah. i was on my own in starbucks working and i felt so nervous <laughs> like mm. and then i came home got ready to go to the gym and I felt so nervous about going to the gym. Like Mm. everything I was going to, I felt nervous. It was so weird. And then when I was actually at the gym, I was like, I couldn't catch my breath. I did PB squat some serious weights. Oh yeah, you did. Should we tell everyone? Yeah, what was it again? 75 kilograms kg which is like a mad amount yeah but see i know not very much about lifting weights because i've only just started doing it in the last two months so when the my pt put them on the thing and just told me to do it i was like yeah okay because i just do as i'm told in these sessions mm-hmm. like i don't i don't always even look at what i am lifting i just do what I'm, yeah do you know what i mean so i'm mentally i'm not clocking yet really what what's heavy and I'm kind of realizing now, like, obviously I'm lifting heavier than I was. But anyway, I did that and it was obviously hard. I mean, I was like, it's hard to even balance. Is it? Yeah, I was going to say, is it the one like where it's on a rack? Yeah, it's a squat rack again. You put it on, on like across your shoulders, across Mm. the top of your back and then squat with it. So like even holding it when you're doing that, like it was like tipping from left to right. Like, but I I stabilized, it was fine. And obviously I didn't realize this either, but like if, when you're doing that lifting really heavy, there's these bars on the side of a squat rack. Mm. So if it does, you meant to like let your hands go and let it roll off the back, off your back, basically it would make a fucking loud noise because it would crash on these bars. It'd be so embarrassing. I was like, (laughs) I'm not doing that, but I didn't anyway. And honestly, I did my full reps and everything. Like I didn't, I didn't stop. And um, anyway, yeah. So I was like, does he spot you? No. Oh, is that when they stand behind you? Yeah. And what, like... <laughs> yeah. You always see, like, creepy videos on TikTok of, like, yeah. weird people in the gym saying, oh, yeah, gone to help this nice lady's doing spotting or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I always see so many videos on TikTok. No, there's nothing like that. 
encode all I wouldn't mind a sexy guy spotting me. I want a weirdo. No. <laughs> no, yeah, no, there was no there wasn't any of that. He must have really believed in me. Yeah, he must thought. have. Because I think, yeah, it's quite a lot to not spot. Yeah. Well anyway, so I did it and I was like, cool, that was a lot. And then I came, I remembered how, like obviously how much the weight was. And he and like my PT was like, wow, slay, slay queen, that was really good. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, cool. I did something good there. I don't know what I did. <laughs> and then I came out and like told my friend Lacey French, who is actually a personal trainer. And some of you guys train with her online. She's, and so does Abby, obviously. Me, yeah. yeah. So if you guys want an online personal trainer, you can explain. If you want guns like this. Yeah, if you want to look as fit as <laughs> I was as literally Abby looking, looks, I'm not going to get them Have out. you got guns? I was looking in the mirror this morning and I was like, whoa, honey. <laughs> like, Dear. Yeah, wow. like I'll show you later. I feel like I've got more of a, a like definition here. Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? What is that called? I it's don't like, know. Literally, this morning it's I was the like muscle in between your boob and your like shoulder. It's like on your shoulder, like that. Bit. Yeah, that. Like, what is it? I don't know. Honestly, I was looking in the morning and I was like, that felt so much harder. I was like, I swear, I never used to have a muscle yeah. there. Like that used Slay. to be a bone, and now it's a muscle. Wow, it's really weird. Well, no, it's really. I hard. actually said to Lace yesterday, "Am I going to get bulky from this weight?" She went, "I'm not going to be. I don't want to be horrible to you, but that's the stupidest thing you've ever said." She was like, if you say that to anyone in the fitness industry, they'll literally roll their eyes at you and tell you to shut their up. Because she was like, genetically, women can't get as big as what you yeah. would, are going to think you can get. Like, as in, I'm going to look like a man with arms or something like that. Like, yeah. she was like, genetic, you don't have enough testosterone. Just calm down, mate. Like, there's yeah, nothing. Really keep lift. She was like, she, she fucking hell, she lifts heavy. Oh, yeah. And she's like, so she's 300 she... kilograms on a That's leg press. Nuts. She's crazy. And she's so petite and small. She's a little weapon. But um, mm. she was like, no, that is just like societal conditioning. Because so many women think that they're going to do that from the weights. All weight's going to do is tone you up, help you be stronger, actually help you burn more calories at rest, yeah. boost your metabolism. Because it, it takes more energy to like have muscle. If you have been feeling like your own inner critic is getting too loud, it's taking over your life, you're starting to feel down, maybe depressed, maybe you don't even know what's wrong with you, this podcast is sponsored by a company called BetterHelp. And BetterHelp is an online professional counselling service and their aim is to make therapy more accessible for people all around the world. So on BetterHelp, there are thousands of different therapists that are highly qualified and all specialize in different areas. So basically what you do is you will go online and fill in a questionnaire and basically explain what you feel like you need support for and they will match you with the perfect therapist. Once you're actually matched with your therapist, you can have your first session and if you think, actually, I want somebody slightly different, you can actually change for free until you're happy. BetterHelp is all done online from the comfort of your own home and you can choose between text messages, video calls or phone calls, whatever you feel comfortable with. So if you would like to start your own therapy journey and get some support from BetterHelp, you can get 10% off your first month of therapy. Just head to the link betterhelp.com forward slash finding your feet. That is betterhelp.com forward slash finding your feet and the discount will automatically be applied. If you have any questions at all about therapy or BetterHelp, we are very happy to answer over on Instagram. Obviously me and Grace are very open talking about our own journeys with therapy. So if you have any questions at all about BetterHelp or therapy, come and chat with us. Yeah, I, I saw a TikTok the other day and it was like, like this muscly girl and she was like, I hate it when girls say to me like, oh, I wouldn't lift because I don't want to look like that. And she's like, mm. do you have any idea how, how much dedication it yeah. takes to get that? Yeah, yeah to get I like know. that. Like she's, they said that to me as well. She was like, yeah, and I was like, no, you're so right. I'm being a twat. 
Yeah, you gotta go for like hours and be on some crazy diets. Yeah, she was like, you need to be eating so many calories and protein shakes and all this Mm, stuff to get bulky. Like, calm down. (laughs) But anyway, so yeah, I did. I I squatted that much, and basically, I came out and I told her, and she was like, "Can you?" She was like, "Have you like, have you?" She was like, "You've either not counted that right, or you're freakishly strong." Because what the fuck? And then, yeah, then I told some other people and they were like, are you fucking serious? And I was like, wow, I didn't realize I slayed so hard in the gym today. Yeah, you did. And it, do you know what? I felt so good once I was getting the validation from everyone. But as in like, <laughs> not because I didn't realize what I'd done at the time, but as in yeah. like, I was like, there's actually, but no, but that's such a good thing to feel proud of yourself about. That's such oh, a good 100%. thing to get validation about. To yeah. be to be getting stronger like that. Like yeah. we should all have goals like that. Yeah. It feels, it's not like, buzzing from validation of someone saying you look fit on Instagram, you know? Yeah. It's different. Knowing you're getting stronger like that, it's, 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 it's some like kind of emotional feeling that you've you never experienced before. Yeah, no, I no. And I think it. it. I think it translates into like, if you wake up in the morning, you get a PB at the gym, then like that accomplishment infiltrates like your whole day. Yeah, you just feel like, yeah, oh my God, I could, I could do anything. Yeah. But yeah. honeys, if you want to get validation on Instagram... <laughs> <laughs> that comment just threw me because you know everyone's got to get somewhere oh yeah i'm also here for instagram validation We're all but i'm just saying it was validation. hitting different like i hadn't experienced it yeah before. because I, I feel like it is the the your mind as well like with hitting a pb and stuff i feel like you release some like crazy endorphins yeah definitely i was feeling chemi- we need so much chemically in my brain I was, I was feeling good but anyway why i brought this up was because i noticed at the gym i was like I'm so short of breath because that's what you get when you get oh, quite yeah, anxious. Oh like, yeah, and I was like, I can't catch my breath. Is it because I just quite so much, or is it because <laughs> I'm nervous? You know. And I was like, I think it's because I've got anxiety, secret anxiety. And then like, anyway, and then Friday. That was Thursday, and then Friday. I, don't, I can't even remember, but Saturday, I was being toxic, wasn't I? You no, <laughs> wasn't me. I was. Well, let's just set the scene. I'm there, like just on this training weekend. But at this point, we're just having a meal, relaxing. Enjoying the Saturday. What time was it? Like 10 p.m. Yeah, t- oh, it felt later. It's like 10 p.m. And then when we edit the episode and then you upload onto like the hosting platform, it sends a notification to say that it's processed. And on, just, on emails, yeah. To yeah. all of everyone's emails that's linked to it. So yeah. mine, yours, and our podcast so you, email. You can't see you can't miss grind. It. No. no, you can't. So it gets a notification at 10 o'clock on a Saturday. Your episode has finished processing. I was just like, why is Grace working right now? Like, so somebody just take her out or something. I was, <laughs> not a guy like i was just like why oh, is she yeah, not she, out yeah i was being so toxic i was like i was being such toxic productivity person because i was literally sat there and i was like i'd been out in the morning i'd gone out for lunch with my mom had a nice time come home and then i was like lying on my bed and i was like so i could pick up my kindle right now i could watch the real housewives of salt lake city i could oh I could cook, I could do something on my silly long to-do list for the weekend that I wrote, you know, of like all this random personal admin stuff that oh, I had yeah, to do. Oh yeah, you did say you had a to-do list. Yeah, I weekend did. Weekend to-do list. I did. And I think that wasn't helping with my secret anxiety, to be honest. <laughs> and then, yeah, and then I just thought, I could, I could do a bit of editing. I could do a bit of work. Because I always think I never associate Final Feet with work because I mm. love it so much. So even like editing, I'm like, I enjoy doing it. Yeah. And so anyway, so I started editing like loads of TikTok clips and then the episode and then, uh, yeah, anyway. And then I basically, I woke up on Sunday and I was like, I have anxiety again. So I went to Pilates, obviously calms you down. That was good. And then I just thought, right, 
Grace, let's just check in for a second because you are off your tits right now. Like I like got to the gym half an hour before my class thinking that it started at a time it didn't and like raised the cortisol pumping through my veins to get there for 10 when I actually started at half 10. And I was like, right, great. Now I'm here for half an hour and I, what am I going to do now? Like, and I just thought, just, just, yeah, literally I thought (laughs) I actually need to edit a little reel for someone. So why don't I do it on my phone right now? And I just thought, no, (laughs) end this toxic productivity now. It needs to stop. And I just like was sat down. I was like, right, just calm the fuck down. Okay. Just calm down. You're running a million miles an hour and you don't need to be. Just relax. Okay. We have anxiety. There's fight or flight going on right now. Secret anxiety is here. Why is it here? Like, I just was like, what am I thinking about? And then I just realized I'm thinking right in the back of my head that I wasn't being conscious that I was thinking. And this is always what I think about when I get secret anxiety. It's like, you're not doing enough. You need to, the internal pressure, just like you're not doing enough. So you need to do more, you need to do this, which is obviously why what will have been subconsciously feeding through to me on Saturday when I decided to stop working. Yeah, you didn't even clock. No, exactly. Yeah. So that's why I wanted to like do this episode today because like your inner it's internal pressure is comes from your inner critic. Like this whole thing, inner critic, internal pressure, it's like a thing that we all have and it's like it's hard because in some ways it's great because it'll drive you to like do things, but in other ways it can be such like a curse because it you there's a line, you have to have like boundaries mm. within yourself. It's it's a thing you have to manage because it can so easily get out of control. Yeah, exactly. I think that's the key thing is that you have to have like a boundary. Because yeah. Exactly. It drives you to achieve the things you want to achieve. But when you don't have a boundary, which I definitely don't do at times as well, because everything you're explaining, I'm like, literally, that has been me lately. Why? What's what's your what's your boundary? How do you know when you've crossed the line? Well, I know. What are you doing? Are you up at 3 a.m.? I just feel like I um do that in a sense of like I not always but like a lot of the time I feel like I'm not doing enough mm. and I think it's all because we we are high achievers like I gotta say that like yeah you, you can a lot of the time feel like you're not doing enough even when you're doing the most but then yeah. like the more you kind of put the pressure on yourself <sighs> the more and like you compare yourself to people and you feel like you're like you're doing um... yeah i'm i'm a joke i'll fucking compare myself to Stephen yeah, bartlett or something i'm ridiculous <laughs> as in like when i i remember when i when he because this is where my brain goes and i have to stop myself i'm like, what the hell are you doing like as in i remember when he announced he was putting two episodes out a week and i was like we need to put two out a week like come on and i thought can you please calm down grace like you and Abby do this entirely by yourself. No one helps you with it. He yeah, honestly has a team of 10 people who do his podcast. He's got a, a person who does all the filming. He's got someone whose full-time job it is to make those fancy fucking videos that you see on Instagram of his episodes yeah. where everyone's crying in it. Like, what the hell? And I just thought, you need to calm down. But like, that's where my brain goes unless I say, honey, put the fucking brakes on, pull over get out the car <laughs> i'm driving now let's slow down let's we're not going to good places here no it's like i think that's it is like building the self-awareness of knowing when you're taking it too far yeah. i think as well with like having your own business it is a tricky one because like sometimes in my logic i'm like mm-hmm. i'll work and disperse it's like oh I'll just do a bit of work on sunday because then it makes your life easier in the on, week yeah, yeah but then Monday, does it yeah. actually because then you're not switching off and you're not having a break mm. you know what i mean so it's like all these mm-hmm. ins and outs but i noticed that um i was doing that where 
I was like trying to maximize my time in the week, getting the most out of the week. And then I'd be like, okay, well, I've got a Saturday now. So I should do things to progress on the Saturday as well. Like what do I like life admin? What do I want to do? Yeah. And then I feel like I was always putting expectations on the Saturday and then I'd actually get really annoyed at myself when I didn't do it. Mm. So then on the Sunday I'd wake up and be like, oh God, say I had a plan on Sunday. Oh, I don't have time to do what I was going to do on Saturday now. And I was like, when am I actually switching off? Like I'm physically yeah. not switching off from like productivity, from getting things done. So I invented this thing in my head. I'm sure I didn't hear it everywhere. I'm sure I just invented it. Mm-hmm. And it's called No Expectations Saturdays. So obviously it's got, it's got to be kind of like a free day. But I just give myself no expectations on a Saturday. And don't that. get me wrong. When I first did this, it didn't really work. Like I was like, no expectations Saturdays. And then I was like, oh yeah, I'm just going to do that and do that. So that was literally the toxic. It's, it's a process. It's a process. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The idea is there. And I am doing it on Saturdays where I have a free day because I just think you need like at least one day to like just really switch off. And yeah. obviously as well, the idea of no expectations is that like, if you have something really important that you do want to do, obviously you can do it. But if you don't do it, you don't beat yourself up. I think yeah. for me, what like it comes where it like really would affect my life is where I beat myself up for not doing something. And then I'm like, you've just put like your all into this week. Like give yourself a fucking break. Yeah. Because you're just going to burn out if you just keep trying to produce and produce and then get annoyed at yourself when you don't produce. All you're going to do is burn out and then you yeah. can't give to the next week. Like you have to physically mm. switch off. Yeah. Um. So I would recommend everybody to have this kind of no expectation thing. Because, yeah. well, I mean, that's what I was saying to you before as well about this whole idea of expectations and how I've, like, realised that I think, depending on, like, your um, like your teenagers and your school years and stuff, I think, like, the things you go for, obviously, you can attach, like, your, your worth to, like, your work and what you achieve and stuff like that. And I just think through school and through college and everything, I've always, like, really liked to be on it, always liked to produce, always, yeah. like... I remember, like, that about you yeah when we and were 17 you were slaying and I felt so bad about myself because I was like fuck me what am I doing I'm not slaying at all yeah. how, how much of a non-slay was I at college yeah but I think just because you didn't enjoy it so <laughs> no I didn't I was like what the hell am I doing yeah but obviously <laughs> like being a run by that and that need to produce and stuff is obviously good in a way because like I said I wouldn't be here I wouldn't have done my uni degree and things like that if I wasn't actually quite like yeah on it so to that degree it's good but obviously it all kind of narrows down to attaching your worth to work because yes you wouldn't be overworking and like always being on the mark and always getting everything done if you weren't mm-hmm. attaching your worth and like your yeah. validation to your work which yeah. obviously makes the world go around because if not we won't we won't literally wouldn't be here we'd just all be flying around um dancing and stuff which I sometimes fantasize about <laughs> But you're going to have your moment. It's coming. I am. Yeah, it's coming eventually. Um, but yeah, so in a way it, it drives you. But then I also notice how I can definitely, yeah, attach my work. No, my worth to work. And that's where yeah. it's the problem because yeah. that's not reality. Like you're whole and you're happy and you're mm-hmm. like, you're enough as you are. It's not what you produce. It's yeah. not, it's not your career. It's not the business you have. Like that's, all actual bullshit and just noise like that's yeah. amazing but it's just noise like it's capitalism it's capitalism and you have to like feel enough in yourself and know that like because if you don't do that if you don't feel enough in yourself then you're always going to feel like you've been like hit by a bus when something goes wrong or when you don't produce mm-hmm. or like yeah or like something doesn't work out but also it's like you there's other areas of your life that are important to build up as well yeah. like if you were someone who was just so obsessed with work that you had no other hobbies like 
then I get it because sometimes what what typically happens when you end up as a person like that is that you've tied your work into what you're passionate about. You basically monetized your hobbies. And mm. so, you know, but you can become someone who's got like no interest outside of work, what you're doing or like mm. no strong relationships outside of work, like because you don't put energy into them. And yeah. that's, that's like not good either because, you know, mm. so yes yeah it's like that quote as well like stop measuring your days in oh yeah what's it in terms of like productivity, productivity and, term- and stop measuring them in terms of presence something like that yeah which i absolutely love i think i've like literally started doing that like thinking because the days where i think where i feel absolutely wiped out to the world is when i've like not kind of interacted not been present with people or like i've just been like completely on autopilot like just on my phone or whatever like scrolling and you're not present i think like presence is the most important thing in the world mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's so it's like with your family with your friends even in meetings and stuff like that like finding moments to be present with yourself that's what gives you a fulfill uh, <laughs> a fulfilling day but you can still do that alongside all your work but i think like that's so true like don't measure in productivity measure in presence do you mean like slaying a meeting but then still having to- time to talk to sally at the coffee coffee station at work is that what you mean kind of but I mean even like in a meeting being present being there just being where you are instead of being so like stressed out and overworked that like you can't even focus on the present mm. moment do you know what I was literally just scrolling tiktok before mm. we started recording this mm. when I was inhaling my soup so we could come and record mm. so I was not being present with my soup and I actually thought this is going to give me indigestion. I'm like breathing this in. I need to calm down. But when I was on TikTok, so there was a lot going on. I was inhaling my soup. I was on TikTok and I was always thinking, fuck me, I need to hurry up and get on this recording. Well, are we going to run out of time? <laughs> so much going on. So much non-present. <laughs> but when I was scrolling on it, this TikTok came up from uh, a clip from the new Kardashian episode that's out today. But obviously you guys listen to this a week later. So it would have been last week's episode. And it's, so I haven't seen the episode yet, obviously. But you know, like the clips just come out as soon as the episode yeah, comes out. Yeah, you basically so watch the annoying. whole episode. Yeah. yeah. But it was Kim saying that this is how she like runs her life. And she related to a film. And I can't remember what she said it was called. It said it had Tom Cruise or something. But how basically in the film, I think he said he looks at his life in slides. And this is what she does. So she's like, okay... M- Chris is, my mom's in hospital having an operation, looking at this slide, like, how are we dealing with this? And then she, like, swipes it away. And they put the slides up on the screen while she's doing it, like, so you understand what she's saying. And mm. then she's like, okay, Chloe's having a drama. We're just focusing on this. And then it's done. And then you slide it away. Okay, need to do something for skims, looking at that. And then sliding away. She's basically saying that, like, she would just focus on that one thing at one time. And mm. that that's how, she said that it's a very rare trait like not a lot of people have the ability to do that, but she think that's how she's able to live the life she does. Because obviously her life's mental. Like, did you watch the... It's so random, I'm now talking about Kardashians. <laughs> but like, did you watch the episode the week before last? Yeah. Where, she... where they, they had the Skims dinner. Yeah. And then they're all going out in Miami after, but she's not because she sat in the hotel room where they're partying. Yeah. Chloe's like, come on, bitch, let's go out. And yeah. Kim is like on her computer reviewing all the pat yeah. pictures that have to go out that night, looking at who, which ones are nice, which ones are not. And she's like fully just focusing on that. I'm like, how are you doing that? There's chaos going on in that corner of people getting drunk, trying to make you party with them. And you're here with like your assistant going through your laptop, looking at all these pictures that you have to put live that night. Yeah. I was like, there's so much going on right now, but you are so calm. 
Yeah, she is like another level. Like she's absolutely incredible. But you could definitely hear as well how like, and I'm not saying this is judgment because we're saying that as well. Like you could hear in that episode how she's basically saying how she attaches so much of her worth to work. Yeah, well, I just think that you don't really get to that place unless you no, have a huge... Yeah, because yeah, I remember but, when I... Yeah, she's she's like a freaking... So she's, she's a like slay. A pocket rocket. Like she just... She slays so hard. She does. And she's so like professional about it though. Yeah. I feel like she's so on it. Like yeah. really inspiring, but... I like yeah. how her and Chloe are always like saying that if they commit to something and work, like they just do it. Yeah. Like they're there and they yeah, do they it. Yeah, they see it through. They yeah. show up. Yeah, whereas like obviously <laughs> Courtney's really different. She never wanted... She's not mm. like that. She wanted, And they yeah. would always argue about that. Yeah. And I'm not saying... Like, but I I, I do respect that in like Kim and Chloe, like they're, they're like that. But I remember the first time that I heard somebody say about like how you always admire people that have like done these amazing things with a career or like really successful or whatever. But but they said, but actually sometimes yeah, like yeah, they can that can literally be run by a wound that they don't feel enough. Mm. So they have to prove themselves. Yeah. So they prove themselves to this extreme point of being extremely successful. But inside their mind, that might not actually be feeling any sense of fulfillment because they're being driven by this really deep wound of like, I'm not enough. I need mm. to prove myself. And I remember when I heard that, I thought, fucking hell, never thought of it like that. But it is, that is true. Like, I remember there's like, there's always people talking about like Tiger Woods. Yeah, I was going to say him. Because his, oh, it sounded, basically sounded like emotional abuse, to be honest. Like the way yeah, he was horrible. brought up by his dad. Yeah. And that they had a safe word for him, mm. for Tiger. Was he actually called... Is that, his first name's Tiger, right? I'm guessing it is. Or is it his golf name? I don't know. Anyway, we're going to go home. I have no Tiger. idea. <laughs> I don't know that much about golf. So, but any of this example, like, gets brought quite a lot, like, by other people in podcasts. And it has always stuck in my head. Like, yeah, you too. Yeah, that he had, he had a safe word with his dad that mm. he could say when his dad was just pushing him too hard. Mm. And I think, I think they said that he never used the safe word. But... I don't know that much about Tiger Woods, but I do know that he's had quite a lot of trauma now as an adult. Like, what? I swear he's, like, had um, a lot of relationship problems. I swear he's had maybe some drug problems and, like, crashing yeah. cars and and things like that. Quite a lot of chaos. Chaos going on. So, but anyway, but what we're basically trying to get at here... Tiger Woods don't come for us. <laughs> yeah, it is... Yeah, and he, like... Tie hard Tiger Woods people, I'm sorry if I've, like, misquoted the story or whatever, but you get the point. But, like it's you know that's why as well like you're because you're that internal pressure and you're in a critic is sometimes fueled by looking at other people that are really successful or something or like and you're like what oh well they're better than me so that like what well actually you know they could actually be quite hollow inside because they're chasing that wrong thing they're doing it from yeah when you're pushing yourself past that boundary where it's like okay i'm just you know, like me, right? Being, working on a Saturday. I mean, because this is my thought process. I could sit here and relax. I could read. I could chill. I could, you know, have some time. I could mm. just, mm, you know, rest and do whatever the fuck I want. But, I, and, or I could work. Mm, why don't I work? That's going to make me more enough. If I work, if I pump out some more TikToks, might get some more TikTok followers on their podcast page and get more listeners and get more validation. You know, like that's really what my subconscious mind was doing. And it's like, and then if I edit the episode now, I'll have more time to hustle on Monday, which means more output, which means more success. Ah! 
obviously I'm going to do this. So that's literally where my brain went. But what's that stemming from? It's stemming from, I am not enough Mm. as I am. I must do more. And that's where it's that blessing and a curse. And you have to know that boundary with yourself. And I crossed the line and I suffered the consequences (laughs) of turning up to the gym half an hour before my thing in a flap because I was so like, ah, you know, and that's when I was like, look, Grace, just come back down. Mm. just get your fucking I just went and sat in the bathroom cubicle for a bit and just was like had a moment right let's just let's just stop let's stop this um but that that's what it's driven from when you're behaving like that it's like I'm not enough so like you have to Mm. come back to like re-jigging the mind but I think that as well it's not just like oh you're just born with that as a insecurity like I think society feeds you that because Mm. if we want to get into capitalism and all that and to be honest I enjoy capitalism I enjoy making money and buying myself nice things I enjoy all of this stuff so I'm not saying that I don't like it and I want to you know live in the fields and not have anything to do with (laughs) electricity or money but what i'm saying is this capitalism the economy obviously benefits from us feeling like we want to work hard do a lot blah, so you know and that's that's good because we should be encouraged to do that i always like it when grace beverly's so frank about this she's like because she obviously will get criticized sometimes for being a productivity obsessed person but mm. she's actually she is because she's passionate about time management and i mean look at her career she slays she does a lot mm-hmm. but she is she's she is wholesome about it like she's got that really good book but anyway she she always says like i think she went on ali abdul's podcast and i saw like the clip about it and she was like you have to work it doesn't matter if you don't want to or not you have to you have to make money we all have to work mm. so like we do we we have to but there's a line obviously like you can work so hard it's so, like capitalism and a bit of society they are feeding into you that you will be more worthy if you are slaying so hard and obviously like you know the world is you get a lot of validation from that yeah you so, so you've not every single day you aren't you haven't come up with this insecurity out of nowhere you know yeah we all have it but it's like it will literally like tip you over the edge if you're not careful but i actually think it can be the same not in terms of just toxic productivity but like social pressure as well like you know you're on no expectation saturdays i think we need to apply this as well to fomo because I, uh, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I always feel like Sundays, they're like, everyone knows Sunday's a chill vibe, you know? No one's going out partying really. Like, you don't feel like you should be somewhere else if you're having a Sunday. No, no. Just, you know, Saturday's being restful. But Saturday is, there's a FOMO energy in the world. Do you remember when it was locked down and FOMO disappeared because no one had it and everyone got happier? I'm yeah. not saying I want to go back to that, that life because I really <laughs> don't. I, really, I, I do not. Sometimes it pops into my mind and I'm like, Ew. Yeah, I was actually thinking about it last night and I was like, God, it was such a weird time. It's fucking it was like, weird. Really weird. Like, no one was on the streets. No, and so now I think weird. about now what makes me so happy is all things that I couldn't have actually really done lockdown. But we all survived. We all made it through. We're all thriving. Yeah. But, um, yeah, you know, like, it's the same with social, social pressure. Like, so FOMO, you know, like, what if you feel like you have to go out? But what if you want to actually just stay in that? Stop feeling bad about it. Like, how are you yeah. going to actually... I remember actually saw someone um, saying about how, like, as well, you get burnt out because when you are resting, you're feeling so bad about the fact you're resting because burnout is a lot about emotional overwhelm as well, not yeah. just, like, physically being run down. But, like, how, you know, like, you 
part of the reason why you get burnt out is because when you are actually letting yourself rest like maybe having an afternoon in bed you feel so bad about it so you're not even resting you're just lying there churning through emotions of guilt and all this crap and you're not actually resting like it's just a lot it is well I feel like for me it's more that like I literally get burnt out more from the emotions yes from the guilt and then from like the overwhelm the... yeah the overwhelm is huge especially when like you feel like you're underachieving but you're actually not mm-hmm. um but yeah just back to what you were saying about the tag was like when i can't remember what podcast it's on where they were explaining it and they were saying that like you you look at people and want their lives oh yeah or you think you yeah you want oh they've yeah. achieved this how fucking incredible but it's like, do you actually want everything they've been through? Yeah, you have and that to. If was you, like the yeah, I think it's for me. Is it Jordan? I think it might be Jordan Peterson that like was the first person to say all yeah, that. Yeah, because because was is like the perfect example, isn't it? Because mm-hmm. of what his dad pointed for. So it's like people could look at him and be like, oh my god, he's like what the best golfer in the world or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they'll be like, God, like, I can only imagine achieving that. Like you want it so bad, like maybe someone that's into golf, but you don't actually want what people have been through yeah I, I, if you if you want to have that success you've got to take all their yeah, shit yeah you got to take it all to get it not not just the good parts you've got to take it all so that's why i like that thing of like you know when people say like if you put all your problems in a pile like you still oh take you'd back grab your yours back you obviously yeah. would and i always think that like when i'm looking at successful people now because in the past i don't feel like i did mm. like say just bring it back to the kardashians i absolutely love the kardashians when i was growing up and i probably definitely looked at them and was like oh my god i want their lives so bad but like say now I've grown and I'm more self-aware, I was watching that episode of Kim and I was like, God, like I witnessed how incredible she is, but I was like, 100%, like she's definitely got a really like long running thing of not being enough, mm. which we, we all have yeah. to a degree. But like, I could see that so present in her that she's this like incredible woman. And I was like, she doesn't feel enough at all. And that's what runs all her businesses. And like, that's fine. Because we enjoy all her businesses. Yeah. And we enjoy her. So. And capitalism. <laughs> Keep saying. But I think having that awareness is so important because then you're not going to look at people's lives and be like, oh my God, I just want to be there. Because you literally just seem like a tiny little fraction of the picture. Mm. And then you're going to be less hard on yourself because everyone's got like their own shit and their own things that drive them. Yeah. But I do think as well, like I... that is quite an open-ended question for me is like, how do like how it's such like a universal wound of not being enough that is like perpetuated perpetuate perpetuate is the right word perpetuates perpetuating we all know what you mean yeah i was gonna say perpetuated to us i don't know if that's the right way to say it but to us every day like so unconsciously and like i just find it really interesting like stuff like that like on on adverts like everything i know you've seen it before but like everything you see Mm. is trying to make you feel like you're not enough like everything so it's like sorry it's so hard to like like it's such a massive real problem that drives us well but it's like it drives us all but like yeah when does it become an issue it comes an issue when you're overworked you're stressed out and then you end up burnt out and that's when you have to really look inside and think like how can i feel enough and not attach it to what i'm producing what i'm putting out in the world yeah there's so much like internalized deep random stuff like you know thinking that if you lift some weights you're gonna end up looking like arnold schwarzenegger you know like it's just not gonna happen but like where does that come from but i actually saw this is a very random example but it really it shook me to my core (laughs) i was on tiktok again and there was this disney plus had posted this video and it was of do you remember the big blue bear or something like that 
yeah. the big blue bear says goodnight or something like that. It's like oh, this weird yeah. show with a mm. bear. So they're saying that basically you can now watch all of those old episodes on Disney Plus if anyone wants to go watch them. <laughs> so they were advertising basically that it's out. So it was a clip from the show and the bear opens the door and he goes and sniffs the camera and because he's trying to sniff you. And then he says, and then he went, you smell so good and healthy. Did you drink some milk today? And then I was like, milk? <laughs> because then I thought, well, what the fuck was the messaging of diet culture and health advice at the time when that was out? Because when I, I was probably under the age of 10 when that show was out, mm. it was drink milk. Do you remember? Yeah. Drink cow's milk and you'll, your bones will grow stronger. Calcium, remember, yeah, petit yeah. flu to help your bones grow stronger. <laughs> and it's like, what? Like, because now, you know, everyone's obsessed with nut milk. Yeah, yeah. And no, nobody thinks cow's milk is a sleigh anymore. So, mm. you know, but it's like, do you remember there was that thing where yeah. like milk was healthy, it gives you good teeth or all these kinds of yeah, stuff. Yeah, like drink a glass of milk. But now some people are like, no, fuck milk, drink the nut milk, drink the oat, don't do drink oat milk, drink this milk. Like, do you know what I mean? But yeah. then I thought, that show, that, that, that bear mm. was was putting into a child's subconscious that they should be drinking milk. <laughs> and I thought, and I know that's really random, but I'm using it as an example to show, fucking hell, what other things did we soak up? Because me oh, now, God, knowing yeah. that, obviously what milk culture's like now, I'm mm. like, that hasn't aged well. That's so weird. <laughs> Why has he said that? But at the time, it probably wasn't weird. Like a parent sat there, probably wouldn't have thought it was weird because it was probably also in the era of, era of when, do you remember the Special K diet? Oh yeah, all that craziness. Eat two bowls of special K for fourteen days, and you'll you'll drop four dress sizes or something. Why what the fuck would you eat two bowls of cereal? Like that's really not very good choices. In like, because now we're all like, get the protein in, get your micronutrients in, balance this. Bleh, you know, like that kind of advice wouldn't fly now. So it's just no, funny. That that literally, I can just imagine them in like a board meeting or something like this. The yeah, I remember the advert. Okay, like- yeah, they had, it was like fit in your jeans. It was like this jeans thing. And then they had this red tape around the stomach. And then it went yeah. into the K. I remember it's all core memory. It was yeah, such a distinctive part of culture. But it's literally just like, how can we, like we've literally got a cereal. How can we profit <laughs> off their insecurities? Let's tell them they can drop like four dress sizes from eating cereal. Like that <laughs> shit just wouldn't fly out. I'm so glad it does not. Yeah. Because yeah, we did grow up i mean at least we didn't grow up with like tiktok and stuff but we grew up in a time where like diet culture was nuts like the the amount of oh crazy we used to internalize like the, the adverts, beach bodies like oh, rating yeah. beach bodies like who's got like, the best yeah, who's like, got the, the worst like just oh my god awful. um crazy but at least we didn't have i'm just so glad we didn't have instagram and all that growing up yeah i'm just honest i'm glad I didn't have it because i would have posted that some weird shit I suppose all generations have the thing, like, we didn't have that, and then, like, our grandparents had, like, the war, so <laughs> can't really compare <laughs> it. No. Yeah, so just to kind of, like, wrap up this episode, I saw this fabulous quote on Instagram. A few people shared it, and I, I don't know who... It must have been hitting hard with everyone. It was hitting hard, and when I first read it, I was like, you just spoke to my soul. I felt seen, you know, people say yeah. I did feel seen, because I've had days like this, and you're like... Well, it's basically everything we just spoke about today. So it said... On the days where you have 40% and you give 40%, you gave 100%. Because that's all you had to give. Yeah, I love that. And that's all you can do. On those days where you just like don't have it in you, you can try your best, but like you can't give it any more than like, mm-hmm. then you can. Like you literally can't because the minute you try and give more than you can, that's where the guilt and the anxiety and everything sets in. Yeah. 
So I feel like that quote literally just sums up like not being so hard on yourself and having the boundary and understanding that you are enough regardless of what you produce that day. Mm-hmm. That you are not your work. Yeah, love that. So let's all keep slaying our internal boundaries, managing our inner critic, managing our inner pressure pots and just making sure that you know we're using them as a driving force forward to create the life we want, but we're also not doing it at the detriment of our sanity. Yeah, just finding the line. Thank you so much for listening, guys. We release episodes every single Wednesday, so come back next week to see what we are talking about in the next episode. And if you love this, then leave us a little rating on Apple and Spotify, and you can also watch all of our episodes as well on our YouTube channel, Finding Your Feet podcast. It's linked in the show notes. We release all of our episodes on YouTube too, if you prefer to watch them in our cute little studio. And also you can keep up with us on social media at Find Your Feet Podcast on TikTok and Instagram to keep the vibes going outside of just the Wednesday episode. Thank you guys. And we'll see you in the next episode. Bye.